Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. (laughs) I was going to say you sounded sad. I was like, hey. like it didn't come out fully. <laughs> no, it I sounded like you. You're just so upset so because your microphone <laughs> isn't working properly yet. Well, we did think we ordered the USB ones. <laughs> we, I really did. I typed in like USB. Yeah. And, and they were like, yeah, yeah. It was USB. Okay, so I didn't fuck it up. No, like it, like we, I was reading. It, it said USB because that's why I didn't buy the red box right away. Yeah. Well, the next Whatever. one you'll have the re- you'll have the box, and we'll yeah. both sound we'll wonderful. Today. <laughs> I like being I like being the best at everything, so this yeah. works out for me. I mean, no. Not <laughs> not you. Anyway, we're here to talk about "Secretly Yours" by Tessa Bailey, which is book one. I don't know. <laughs> What? Oh, we're both. Uh-huh. Aren't we so cute? We're so cute. Um, I don't know what the series is, but I know that the other book in the series is coming out. Um, what is it? One, a vine me- it's of a, a vine mess. The series is going to be called. Okay. I and then the next, the next one is unfortunately yours, and it follows Julian's sister Natalie. Mm-hmm. and august who is the ex-navy seal um and we'll get into it a little bit but i am very excited about unfortunately yours one i've heard that people who have gotten arcs said it is better um and i just feel like they had so much more chemistry and like the few short have, scenes like, tension which i think yes. we all crave mm-hmm. especially in the romance book like, I don't want to say that Secretly Yours was insta-love because it, it's a very slow burn as far as, like, them getting together. But they, I mean, uh, Julian, like, sees her, doesn't remember that he knows her from the past, but Julian sees her and is like, wow. Like, I mean, this girl. Like, like, yeah, like, it's, like, he's attracted to her immediately. Yeah, and Haley's had a crush on him since she's 14. Oh, jeez. Girl, where are you where are you going? Um, <laughs> Just you, knocking things around. The attraction thing I can understand because I feel like people you could see other people and be like head turn twice, like a double take. Holy shit, like you're you're hot. But it don't get me wrong, because like the crush from a childhood to older, I can understand. Also, you are looking oh, uh-huh. at the product of that, um, of course. <laughs> but but I feel like hers is just like borderline a little childish is that the yeah. word i'm looking for like you know what i mean like she like don't get me wrong you can always be like oh my god like that's julian like holy crap like he still looks freaking good like she was like legit like like sh- on him. and stalking. like stalking him. yeah <laughs> like okay so the one thing maybe you might like look up their instagram or like google them here and there just to see like what they look like and what they're up to but i feel like she took it to like a whole new level Yes. And the one thing that I do love about like Tessa Bailey books is that they are just like ridiculous and funny and like should not be taken seriously. No. 
but Haley, and I liked Haley, so don't get me wrong. I but yeah. I thought she, I mean, I loved her character, but her, she based, like, okay, so she's 29 now in this book. And Which she doesn't act like it. <laughs> no, I mean, but do we act our age? We're 30 in her 30s and we act our age. Right. So, but she has only kissed two men in her whole life. And that's it. Like, that's as far as she's ever gone is kissing because she, like, compares everybody to Julian that she had one encounter with when she was 14. And they didn't even kiss. No, and they didn't even kiss. So, like, at first I was like, oh, she's only kissed two guys because she's been in, like, long-term relationships. No. Like. That's what I thought. I literally. Two people. Right. I wrote a note, like, because she says something, like, and I was like, wait, Haley's a virgin? Yeah, like, I that was like my note. I was like, only kissed two men before Julian, but I thought that she'd had had sex with one of the two men that she's kissed yes. before. It, they, she really, like, it, I took it the same way as you. I took when they were first talking about it, her and Lavinia or whatever, that she'd only been, Which, with, been with two people. Right. And then when she was like, oh, I've only kissed like two people, I was like. <laughs> she, yeah, she like distinctly like says something. And then, okay. I'll do the synopsis in a minute because now we're on a roll. But yeah, so she's a you. she's a virgin, and Julie and like they're about to like you know things are getting heated between them in a vineyard, and he says something to her and she's like yeah by the way I'm a virgin, and like he still just like has sex with her like in um, the dirt, yeah, and like not that like say is this okay like your first time should be. Like more, and she's like, no, no, no. like we we do this. Which like, okay, but but yeah, I, I just I would have been like, let's get off off the dirt and we'll go back to yeah. And then she like went home alone. Yeah. Listen, I lost my virginity in a college dorm room on a twin size bed. It was not magical, and it was definitely no better or more. It's definitely not cleaner than like a vineyard. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> might have been cleaner. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like when I'm reading about like a girl losing her virginity, like the first time you're having sex, like I don't know. Especially after 29 years, I feel like it yeah. should have been in a bed I mean, or like on a couch inside. Somewhere. Even like when she not was on the house. dirt, not on the dirt, in someone's vineyard where anyone can see you at any time. Um, how scandalous for her as a first time. Literally. And like, not, it's not even like the age thing. Like, I don't care about the age. That, that stuff doesn't bother me. But even like. Oh, yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. About like their little foreplay moment when they were in the kitchen. When he was like having her like touch herself. I was like, again, like very. I mean, like you go, Hallie, just for like going for it when you've never like done anything like that ever. But I think like that was a very big moment for her without any like taking care of you vibes. Yeah. But she also isn't like the take care of me kind of gal, you know? Also, okay, again, I was a lot younger than 29. Maybe I would have felt different. But, like, I would have not had the balls as a virgin who's, like, never even, like, touched a wiener before. She's never, like, sucked a dick. She's never, like, literally, she's <laughs> she's a virgin. Like, not. I don't even know if she's been felt up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. done nothing besides maybe a little, like, French kissing. Yes. And all of a sudden, she's fingering herself in front of somebody. Like, yes. I would not have the balls. I would be, like, so awkward. Like, sir, um, I'm going to run out of here, <laughs> and you're never going to see me again. <laughs> Literally, I'd be like, you want me to do what? Like, my little virgin head could never. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> I'd I mean, be like, again, sir. Like, I also feel like that'd be an awkward thing to, maybe not an awkward thing, but for me, I feel very awkward. Like, oh, um, so I've never done anything before. <laughs> like, I don't know how I would approach such a, a moment. I but, feel like, I mean, oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I could never. My girl Haley, she gives no fucks. And you gotta love her for it. She gives no fucks about a lot. Um, why yeah. don't we backtrack, do the synopsis, and then we'll okay. continue on. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, at this point, basically the story's about this girl Haley. She is a landscaper. She, in high school, falls hard and fast for this older boy. He thinks that she's older. He goes to kiss her. Then she's like, actually, I'm only a freshman or a sophomore whatever and he's like okay see ya and she becomes enamored with him um she was there visiting her grandma so her mom is like not in her life like her mom uh, i was gonna say she's like a little like she's like a little wandering soul yes so eventually Haley goes and lives with her grandmother at this point julian has already graduated um and they don't see each other again now for 15 years where he has moved back to the town um, to write a book. And you kind of find out that he has like a lot of anxiety and like, you don't know why, but he's like very regimented and Haley is hired by his mother to do some landscaping um, at the guest cottage where Julian is staying. And Haley is a mess. She doesn't keep to a timeline. She just, I don't know how else so, to put it, but she's a bit of a mess. Yeah. 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 She just, so, she marches into her own drum. Whatever, she whatever does. suits her, that's when she arrives. And we love that for her. But it yeah. kind of throws Julian off. And, he, like, they say it a bunch of times how they're not right for each other because she is so, like, she's such a whirlwind. And he is, like, so, like, by the book, by the schedule. Like, literally, like, he's like, I have to write for 30 minutes. And then I get a five minute break where I can have like a bite of celery and then I have to go back to writing. And then if I finish everything on my to-do list, I can have a glass of whiskey. Yes. Um, they both have parent parental issues. Yes. Like, so Haley's grandmother died like months prior to the beginning of this book. And that kind of threw her life into like more of a tizzy because like her grandma kind of kept her grounded. Mm-hmm. And Julian's dad is a bit of an asshole. Yes. So there was a fire in Napa and Julian's sister almost died, but Julian rescued her because that's the kind of guy he is. He's running into burning buildings for his sister. So sexy. And he has a panic attack after, and his dad basically after that is like, you are not fit to run this vineyard. And it's like, also, by the way, I'm done running this vineyard. Divorce is the mom. Signs over the vineyard to her and is like, good luck. Peace out. Um, Yes, then Julian becomes. um, Julian also has some anxiety when he was younger as well. Like, he did go to some therapy for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and Hallie, who's just like everywhere, you also come to find out because she's always had a. Because her her mom's a big free spirit. So, like, her mom would kind of become this chameleon for any of the guys that she's with or running around with. So, like, one day Haley's, like, a punk rocker, and the next minute she's moving across the country again, and she's, like, this, like, completely different human being. So she got to change her personality or change who she was to kind of become this new person. So now she feels, since her grandmother passed, that she doesn't really know where her identity is. Yeah. 
Which, like, and, you know, that's a lot. A lot of baggage right there. A lot of baggage. They both have a, a lot of baggage. Um, and they do bring out, like, the best sides of each other. Like, Julian very much needs to take a chill, a chill pill. And Hallie definitely also needs to, like, button things up a bit. Yeah. Like, you're running a business. You need to, you can't yeah. just show up when you so please all the time. Like, that's just that's right. how that works. If I had a landscaper and I was like, oh, when, when, when are you coming? And they were like, Tuesday. And I was like, okay, well, like, what time? And they were like, whenever I get there, I'd be like, mm, I'm going to look for a new landscaper. Exactly. Mind <laughs> you, at the same time of this, um, her grandmother, Rebecca, her best friend, Lorna, had a wine tasting shop, like a wine, like a wine, like a wine store, maybe, um, called Corked. And a place opened up next door called Uncorked. Honestly, took- so fucking rude. So rude. And took, like, all of her business. Um, so it is, like, Hallie. Can you hear that car alarm? I can't, actually. Okay. That's annoying. Sorry, guys. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, all the business. So Hallie's, like, new determination is to help Lorna's business stay alive. Yeah. And you learn quickly that all Julian wants to do is ensure Hallie is happy, which is so cute. Yeah. So he, he loves starts, her like, smile. I know. So he goes to Lorna's shop also, like, ends up like ordering a couple bottles, but then end up walking out with some cases and then offers to say like a deal with like, Hey, if you sell Voss wine, which is his family's mm-hmm. vineyard wine, you know, we can give out business cards for you. Like, or there was something like there was a deal where like, if you give out business cards, they bring into the shop, they get like 10% off a bottle. So it's just like so cute how like whatever was going to make Hallie happy, he was going to do. But in the whole midst of this, she gets drunk with her friend Lavinia, who she's a hoot. Um, she's from England and she just has like a lot to say. And I, she's like a blunt friend and I like it, but love that. Like Kylie says, Hey, you should write like an anonymous love letter to Julian. But it was like, no, never mind. I take that back. Like, don't do that. But of course, Hallie being Hallie is like, no, I'm totally fucking doing this. So in the back yes. of the Uber, when she's drunk, drops off a secretly, like secretly yours letter. And the title. Well, um, they came up with that. I wonder. And, uh, Chaos does ensue from there because then Julian's also torn between do I respond to this person who's seeming to like understand me and get me, but it's also helping me like come out of my shell or be with Hallie who I'm like beyond attracted to and like kind of can't stop thinking about. She ruins my routine and I like it. Yeah. And he's, he's constantly said, so she sends him to when he finally responds because his sister is like, you should respond to this person. And he's yeah. very hesitant because he's like, I really like Hallie. Like, I don't want to, like, respond to, like, another woman. And mm-hmm. he, in his, like, he says it, he says it too. He's like, I, like, I, like, I hope it's, I hope it's her sending the letters. Like, I wish it was her sending the letters. And so his sister convinces him to respond. So he does. And he mentions it to Hallie. And then she gets upset because she's like, he must not like me if he's, like, responding to this person because he doesn't know it's me. Yeah. And I was like, I get where she's coming from, but also, like. You also want you can't to have it both ways. Exactly. So his response wasn't anything too flirtatious. I think it was kind of like, hey, thanks for like the eye-opening comments. And then like they kind yeah, of no. had a deeper conversation. Um, yeah, his response was not. No. I and thought. I... You can go. You can go. <laughs> That's my train of thought. I was going to say like the name of the book, Secretly Yours. I thought that this was going to be like, I thought. That they were going to, like, butt heads really bad because of how different they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but that they were going to have this, like, she was going to have this, like, secret, really, like, that they were going to have the secret relationship, like, where she knew, obviously, who 
who he was and he was responding and then like it would come out at the end like whatever because they only she only sends him two letters he responds back the third letter is the one of her telling him like hey by the way it's me yes which you know i like that she did that i just like couldn't stand the <sighs> he has a panic attack because she he because like she went to go get the letter because she's like i'm gonna tell him in person he can't read this letter so he woke up alone in the and middle of the night honestly like if i woke up alone and tom at two o'clock in the morning and i was just dating someone and like tom was missing i'd be like the fuck is going on right and it's not like they were at his house and she just like left in the middle of the night they were at yeah. her house so like so, her being gone at 2 a.m is weird weird so then she like comes in and he essentially has a panic attack because he didn't know where she was, thought she was hurt, which, like, I can kind of get. Um, and then he, like, literally runs home. And after all this time of being home to try to write, he, that's when he basically shuts down. Because that's what he did last time, too. Kind of, like, like kind of says it almost like he, like, blacked out for, like, a week mm -hmm. after the fire. And then came to and realized, like, oh, crap. Like, my family doesn't want me. Like, this is great. I ran away from home. Now what do I do? Same kind of concept. Like, he goes home, blacks out, writes this book in two weeks, resurfaces, and his sister's like, yo, you're a fucking dumbass. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you need to go get this girl. Yeah, it's been, like, 16 days. And he's, like, in such a tizzy, I guess. Or, like, he's, like, shut down so much that he doesn't realize how much time has passed. Yeah. He's, like, it's been, like, two days. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> like, no, it's been, like, two weeks. Mind you, like, she's tried to, like, knock on his door, like, tried to make contact with him. I don't, yeah. like, I, I don't get panic attacks very often, like, maybe once, twice. Um, I have anxiety, so I can, like, speak to, like, I understand when, like, you're in a spiral and you can't, like, it's almost like you have blinders on. You can only mm -hmm. see, like, what you're spiraling in your mind. So I do understand that. Um, so not to like talk down upon what he did, but, like I just it didn't. I personally didn't understand like running away right. for two weeks, and then I, mean, I, I understand. No, continue. You go. No, see, I understand his trigger because One million I think times. it's because I, I think it just stems back to his sister almost dying in the fire, like feeling like out of control when someone you care about is potentially in danger. Yes, but I think like two weeks of like lost time. Over Especially like a very contact with you, and and it could have been very like easily like she wasn't in danger. It's not like he found her in danger, and exactly. so I understand his trigger, but I just don't understand the two week difference. I can understand him like running away. Like you had your yeah. trigger, you're starting <clears throat> to spiral. I I can't tell you times like my like my triggers happen at night i'll be in bed and i can tell you right now i can't it's almost like you want to like crawl out of your skin get out of the bed like to me like i want to call someone like i can't do times i've held my phone i'm like if i could just call like you or like my sister right now mind you, it's three o'clock in the morning like i would be so much happier because then i can like get myself to calm down yeah but but then like you kind of start to like i don't know if i could have done that for two weeks and if someone was trying to make contact with me I don't know, like, I just, that's just me. But then, like, how he makes it up to her, too, like, I just, it was weird. Like, he brings... Yeah, the end was weird. The end was so like, strange. He, like, gets, like, everyone together, and, like, they wear mismatched necklaces like she does. 
Yeah. I didn't get the necklace part, honestly. I was like, what's that? She wears like three different necklaces because she can never choose what to wear. But you pulled this together in what? Like two hours? I don't know. Yeah. It was very lost. Yeah. It was a little, it he, was propo- very- he proposes, right? Did I do that? I don't know. I think maybe I made that up. I've I've been reading too many things that I'm like, am I blending books? Um, I don't think the other proposed. Also, like, I really liked Julian as a character, but he was so dry that, like, yeah, I was he almost was- like, I felt like, I felt like the dirty talk was almost like abrupt. Yeah, because in his like everyday life, like he doesn't speak like that. Not saying that there's not people who aren't like that. I'm sure that there are very, like, buttoned-up people who, like, they get in bed and they're dirty, you know? But yeah. I was, like, I had, like, trouble, like, mixing I mean, I the two. He has trouble communicating based off of the fact that, like, his mom, his sister, and him, like, never speak. All of a sudden, like, his sister and him both end up at the guest house. And then, like, even those two were, like, oh, last time I talked to you was, like, a year ago. What's going on with your life? And she's, like, are you kidding me now? You want to know? Like, I understand that there's obviously an issue mm-hmm. with communication. So I can understand why he might be more quiet, but yeah, like it just didn't. Like Hallie brought all the the energy, the fun. Like she was like that light, airy, fun character, and he was just kind of like, "My name's Julian, and I don't walk outside of my socks." Yeah, no. Um, I like I, I. He actually says it perfectly. I dim her glow. I change her, and I would hate myself for it. Like. Yeah, no, like I was saying, like, I love him. Yeah. Because, like, he's, like, he is such a good person. He really is, like, a doll. He just wants to make her happy. Like, he just wants a relationship with his sister and his mom. Like, yeah. doesn't didn't really want to, like, disappoint his father. Like, didn't want to disappoint himself. Like, tried what he could do. Like, he's all good things encompassing. Like, even what he does for Lorna's shop. Like, that's very kind. Yeah, I mean, he gets to the new awning. Um, he helps the shop shop out a lot actually and like by the end of the book like the shop's doing really really well yeah um and also i have it's one of my it's one of my highlights it's in the beginning i liked how she was describing him so she was like 15 years later julian boss was still gorgeous beyond gorgeous really with his ropey forearms which she brings up multiple times his forearms his perfectly groomed black hair you know i love that you do love those same bourbon brown eyes um She'd actually forgotten how much he towered over her five foot three frame. I am five foot three, so I was like, "How are you t- like? Oh my god, Gil! <laughs> how to Gil towering over me? True, yeah. I mean, he does. I mean, he does. He's just not. He's just a lot. He's taller than me. He's not tall. Yeah. She goes, and then that butt. That butt had aged like a cabernet, full bodied and delicious. I also, <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yes, I also love that he's a runner, because um, you know, preach running yeah. from his little. He, that's like his escape, which like I understand that. So you know what I also caught too. Um, in what? It's not like anything crazy, but she like she writes happenstance isn't mm-hmm. isn't going. Work. I'm like, oh, that's a name title drop. I'm like, fuck of yours. I love it. I do love that. No, but okay. So there, there is. Um, on, on the Midnight's album, Taylor Swift, the song Labyrinth, it has one of my favorite lines of all time. I make Gil listen to it all the time with me. Um, the line says, you would break your back to make me break a smile. Oh, and I like felt like that was Julian. Like he would do anything to pull a smile out of her. 
like including going behind your back to help uh the like court like be successful again yeah. and like letting her kind of like run amok through his life like he was constantly just trying to find things that would like make her happy and make her smile yes. and it just made me think of that taylor swift song it was cute i also like that he like he did open up to her like like again like i just feel like i kind of related because like i do understand like schedules are vital to me like i thrive with a schedule also not to his extent um i'm not totally thrown off by a deviation it's more of when things sort of like move beyond the bounds of my control that don't maintain the course which like i can understand like if you if you suffer from like a panic attack anxiety obviously like this sounds like some ocd as well um mm-hmm. it's hard when you can't control something and it's really hard to let that go and just like ride the wave that's how my therapist used to tell me to chill out <laughs> just ride the wave and um, now we're getting a therapy session with katie jean Yes, I was literally kicked out of therapy. She's like, you, you literally have improved so much. You don't need to talk to me. I'm like, I'm like so one more session, so I'll come to you next week. <laughs> you got fired from therapy. I got fired from therapy. She was great. Um, and he does kind of point out, like, it's more of an attack of nerves followed by sort of the opposite. I just check out. So like, he does give her, like, a heads up, which is, like, yeah. hard to do. Like, you're kind of, like, admitting. He is very self-aware. Yes. Yes. So, and I think that's why she's so also sympathetic to why, like, he acts the way she he acts in the end. Like, it's not like a big yeah. third act. Up, um, a third throwing something at me. Um, just Tom. Um, and now I'm distracted. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to he's going to a golf league and he's, he's taking a shirt off in front of me. Like, how dare he? <laughs> oh my god! I wonder if Tom puts beat off to Katie on his to do list, like Julian put beat off to Haley on his. <laughs> I forgot he could hear me because you're not wearing headphones. <laughs> I marked my clip. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, Tom. Oh my god. Um, but I do think that's why. Like, I don't really want to call it a third act breakup. It's more of like a third act, something to work through. And like, I do think yeah. he handles it very kindly because she understands because of the communication he gave her. I, well, that's the thing. I think, I mean, like, there's a lot of like, oh, I think he doesn't like me and like, whatever. That was like yeah. a little annoying, but their communication is like really good. Like they open up to each other about like a lot of things like very early on. And they both like say yeah. it too, like, I've never, like, in, like, their head, they're like, I can't believe that I'm being so open with this person because I've never been this open with anybody. Yeah. So I think, like, they from the beginning, they're very yeah. aware. Um, I was cracking up. So no one likes a blonde male main character. The majority don't. They love a tall, dark, broody, handsome man. Uh, as much as I do like that, I am in the minority because I do love a blonde male character. But I like husband. them when they're done well. Yes, and they're but a lot of them aren't, and it's because they're for a reason because they're supposed to be like the villain. So yeah. maybe blondes are supposed to be villains, which would make me happy if I could be a villain. Just kidding. Um, sort of not really, but she does say on one seventy page one seventy one, blonde men are unrelatable. <laughs> I like. I'm just highlighting. I was just like, what the fuck? Blonde men say things like hot tubbing or hot tubing and they go hiking with the with the cool girl i want to root for a guy who's unlikely to go on an adventure <laughs> but like tom is like again like just comparing like my husband's a blonde 
he would not be the one to be like, hey, let's go hiking, you son of me. <laughs> I am not a no. cool girl. <laughs> if anything, it'd be the world's reverse. Like, hey, I'd like, babe, we're gonna go for a hike and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I want to sit on the couch. He'd like, yeah, he'd be like, fine. If you, like, He wouldn't let you go alone. He's like... No. He'd, well, he'd let me go alone, one, because he'd be like, okay, I'm not gonna let you go alone. But two, he'd be like, you'd probably find a way to like trip, fall, and die, or get lost, turned around, and like suffer. Mind you, I need to eat every two hours. So he's like, I, need, I would need to carry extra food and water for you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I am not the cool girl. No, um, I, I am. <laughs> you are the cool girl. I thought of you when I highlighted this. Because this is something you always bring up, and it's their outfit choices for the female main character. And I will say, Tessa Bailey, thank you, because you kind of explained why this happened. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how to – so my sister's the fashion person. I don't know how to dress myself. I, I call her, and if I am by myself, I'm wearing leggings and a sweatshirt like 98% of the time. The other 2% currently I'm wearing my husband's clothes because I'm pregnant and uncomfortable a little bit. But she says that Hallie dresses in a low-cut floral shirt tucked into a plaid high-waisted skirt. Now, I may not know much, but that mm-hmm. does not sound like a correct choice for an outfit. Nope. <laughs> I will sure say, at uh, first I was like, come on, Tessa, why are we doing this to our girl? But then, like, they do go on to explain that, like, she was, like, she was so, like, wound up that she was just, like, throwing anything on. And, like, she knew it didn't make sense. And, like, thank God her apron covered her up. But I was like, yeah, that did not make sense to me either. No. And honestly, even, okay, I'm not a landscaper. I just don't think you're landscaping in, like, booty jean shorts. No. And, like, tight-ass t-shirts. No. Like, She's always kneeling in the mud. Like, that would hurt your knees to be kneeling on, like, gravelly. I mean, fucking crotch. Like, when jeans are tight yes. and it's fucking, and you're bending and they ride into you, like, that gives you, like, a fucking wedgie in the front that, like, that, that hurts. That's not even, like, it's not even, like, a, like, like, like a, also, I don't know. I assume that she's also, like, edging and weed whacking and mowing lawns mm-hmm. at times. And, Aren't like, you when you do that in shorts, like, you're getting, like, hit with, like, lawn yeah. shrapnel. I don't know. Lawn I want to see my girl. I want to see my girl in, like, cute, like, like cargo pants. I was going to say impossible cargo pants. Yes. And, like, a cute, like, she can, I mean, it can be just, like, you know, a cute, like, you know, baggier t-shirt, like, tucked in. Yeah. But, like, with, like, a cute, like, Becca's Balloons, like, logo. Yeah. And then her, like, you know, I don't, again, I don't know why, like, the fashion in books, and again, I'm not, like, the most fashionable person, but I know bad fashion, and a lot. (laughs) Or just, like, not, like, not, not even bad fashion, just, like, not appropriate attire for what you're doing. Yeah. But again, it's inappropriate, like, I would want to be a little more comfortable, a little bit more covered, because you're right, like, the lawn shrapnel, (laughs) like, you're getting hit with stuff, it's got to be itchy. Yeah, so you're carrying, like, plant, like, and I feel like you're just getting, like, I also hate doing, I hate, I hate doing landscaping or, like, any outdoor anything. I don't like to do it. Pulling weeds, planting flowers. I don't like the feeling of grass. I don't like dirt. So, like, for me, I'm, like, wear a long sleeve t-shirt, cargo, like, cute little cargo pants, shoes, Freaking landscaping gloves, like on like goggles, like put like a hat on. Bugs. If I saw a motherfucking snake, 
I would have not only screamed bloody murder to the point where someone would have called 911, but I'd be passed out unconscious next to it. When we lived in South Carolina, we had to, like, we had a back patio area and, like, you had to weed it sometimes. And if y'all are from the South, like, they've got some weird fucking shit besides, like, those little lizards that freak me the fuck out, but they had the palmetto bugs. Oh, I love the lizards from the South. <gasps> I think I mm-hmm. a skeleton and that was fucking terrific, but, like, I don't want to see the lizard, but the palmetto bugs? Deceased. Heart attack. Cardiac arrest. Stroke. Yep. Mouth to mouth immediately. Like, we are not well. I'm not doing that. I commend her. I truly commend her. Um, yeah, no. Same. I do love his little, like, he had some good dirty banter. It's Tessa Bailey. He did. So she has points. But I do love when he says, because you're worth burning for, you're worth turning and driving straight into the fire. Mm-hmm. He does have, like, he's very vocal. I'm, a, I'm very appreciative. I really, no, like, I really did like him and I really liked her. I think that it just, like, it fell flat in some areas. Yeah. And, like, the ending, I was really confused with. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's Tessa Bailey. And if you ever just need, like, a palate cleanser or a feel good cotton candy, fluffy, happy book, she, like, you can never go wrong, you know? Yeah. No, that's what I was going to say. Like, I wouldn't. Okay. So, like, it happened one summer and, um, Hook, Line, and Sinker. Five star, like obsessed with them. I also loved my killer vacation. Love that. This one, well. I, this one was really cute and I liked it, but I wouldn't like rush to like throw it at the top of my TBR. I would say it's more of like a filler book that I would read like between things, like if I just wanted something light and fluffy. Yeah, like if you need a little palette cleanse, like this is your perfect. I will say yeah. when I was reading this, I literally felt like it was a sunny, like seventy degree, seventy five degree day. I felt happy. It was light and airy. It was, it was cute. I'd give it, I gave it like a three, five, three, seven, five. Yeah. I think I gave it a three, seven, five, which to me is like, it's good, but like, I'm not telling you to rush to, to read it. Like yeah. read it it's, at your own. Cool. Yeah. It's cute. If you're in between fantasy books or like want something just to like, that, that not even contemporary romance, just want like a really good feel good heartwarming book, then sure. Pick this up. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's the overall rating. Um, I love Tessa Bailey. Honestly, like even her worst, I was like, she really can't do like, I love her. Yeah. She's from that. Like they're just like comfort characters, like comfort books, comfort stories. Um, Like you really can't. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. And it looks so cute with my Tessa Bailey collection going on up there. Um, but next week we have our spilling the tea episode Mm -hmm. as always. But we will have an extended episode because we are interviewing Megan Quinn um, about her upcoming book, Right Man, Right Time, which yes. is a hockey romance. It's actually book three in her hockey romance series, which like, girls, you know I'm a hockey romance girly. Nobody has ever told me that Megan Quinn had a hockey romance little series. I mean, there's two books out right now. The third one's coming out. So I started the other ones on audio. So I should finish book one in the series probably tomorrow. And then I'm going to do book two um, while I'm reading Right Man, Right Time. So I'm excited about that. Um, and then we we put out our calendar for the rest of March. So we're doing Rethmans and Battle Scars. I know. Very I excited. Right. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. the right one. Um, that is the Dramini fanfic, our first one ever. So I'm excited about that. 
I looked got, up because like, so I was like, how? Thank you. For those Thank you for everyone who, yeah. Um, um, and then we are doing a Court of Silver Flames reread for the end of March. Um, because Katie and I are not Nessa fans. And we did our Akatar, Akamath, Akawar reread back yes. in October. Yes. Um, and we did not get to Silver Flame. So we want to do that now. We're thinking maybe we will be Nesta fans after. Really? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but maybe maybe we'll like her a little more. I can't hear him, so I don't know what you're laughing at. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's so funny. Um, <laughs> I got the reference, but because you're trying to do it like Akatar, so he's like, Aka? <laughs> yes. Funny joke, Tom. Um, sorry, my husband's crashing this podcast. Um, it's what happens when you live in a tiny ass one bedroom apartment. So yeah, I'd be curious. As, well, I would say we're, we don't like Nesta, but I think we're very understanding as to why people say they like Nesta. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like a, I'm, I'm not a Nesta fan, but I understand her appeal. Yes. But I'm wondering if my, I mean, like, I mean, I've read Silver Flames before. This will be my second time, obviously. Yeah. But I'm hoping that I go in with, like, more of an open mind. And maybe my opinion on her will change. Maybe. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it, but I'm willing. Oh, I, yeah, I mean. If it's still Sarah, If Sarah J. Mass wrote a whole book about, like, Reese going to the bathroom, I, I would still read do it. it. Absolutely. Yeah. She should give us a book about the three boys before. Um, have fun, love you. Um, like becoming like high lore. Like it'd be so cool to get like the three of them together. Like pre pre all that stuff occurring. Like I don't know. Like they always talk about like how they were together. Like not, maybe not them going to like doing the challenge that Nesta did because obviously like Nesta's book is that. But I would love like a little like pre like a prologue with just like the three boys of how they acted like in their youth. Yeah. That'd be lovely. That would be lovely. I'd read it in This is the petition. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, So like I said, next week is Spilling the Tea, Megan Quinn interview, then Breath Mints and Battle Scars, then Spilling the Tea, and then our Court of Silver Flames reread. And then it's April. And then Katie's given birth. Yep. At the end of April. (laughs) Uh, Well, you think. I think. I have a weird feeling she's going to come in May, but you know, I, I think, think she's going to come in May. I, I was going to say, we're going to put out, we'll put out an April schedule when it gets closer, obviously subject to change based on birthing. Same with but May. We'll keep you guys. Yeah. I think At least that, like the first two weeks. I was going to say, I feel like we should maybe just take the first two weeks maybe off. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I can also sit at home like I'm doing right now and record a, a podcast. With a crying baby sucking on your, well, Nope. Sucking on something. <laughs> not this one. Not that way. But she could be with Tom somewhere else. True. It'll take a while. True. Speaking of, is that him leaving? Yeah, but like I was like, why why is there a man on my back porch? And like it's he's pulling the U, hopping the fence to get to his car. I'm actually very shocked he's also taking his car, not my car. Good for him. I know. Thanks for not leaving me stranded, babe. Then I'm gonna uh, drive your car. <laughs> but yeah, that's all we that's all we have for you guys. As always, if there's Today. something that you'd like to see us read in April or May, we love getting your recommendations. Um, we do. I mean, we were planning on reading Secretly Yours. 
ourselves in general, but somebody yeah. did recommend that we do it for the podcast. So here we are. Here so we yeah, are. if you have recommendations, DM us, email us, send a pigeon. To Teresa's house, I moved too much. You won't find me. Yeah. You won't, I mean, I'm not giving my address. <laughs> the pigeon no. will know where to go, though. The pigeon just, she maybe, maybe it'll be like Hedwig, and she'll just understand where you are and, like, cry oh. to you. R.I.P., though. R.I.P. R.I.P., man. Total angel. Yeah, March is, like, going to be. I'm going to go pour one out for Hedwig. You should. I'll go finish a book for Hedwig. Okay. And cook some dinner. That sounds terrible. I'm going to, I think, eat ice cream and read. That sounds, I have ice cream, so maybe I'll do the same. <laughs> Don't I think you feel it's like the only mood when it warms up like this, though? Like, when days like this get a little a smidge nicer and sunnier, I'm, like, a different person. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like I get like in the mood to read like cutie books. Yeah, but I'm not reading a cutie book. Nor am I going to read a cutie book next. But I need to finish Daughter of No Worlds because of you. Yeah, you do. Tomorrow. So I can talk to somebody about it. <laughs> so I'm just sitting over here. Point. Yeah, I think she was going to start. But all right, well. That's all we have for you today. I think I said that like 10 times already and we just keep talking. Um, (laughs) But we, (laughs) Katie's like, I guess we'll let you guys sign off now too. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. We'll see you guys next week. Toodles. Katie. There, there we go. Do it again. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, suckers.